0: Welcome back to the Anxious Millennial Podcast. I am your one and only host, Alexandra. So, last episode, I alluded to the fact that we're going to be discussing how to have difficult conversations with people you love and care about. And I thought this would tie in perfectly into a theme. And that theme is. Assertiveness. Now, assertiveness is defined as having a confident and forceful personality. I don't agree with forceful, and that's for a number of reasons. I feel like aggressivity is probably more forceful than assertiveness. You can be assertive while remaining respectful, but the point is that assertiveness is meant to help you respect yourself. You're establishing boundaries with people and you're allowing for other people to know exactly where your boundaries and limits are. And the thing is that helps immensely with anxiety. Why does assertiveness help with anxiety? Well, it is often associated with low self-confidence, right? Anxiety. And the thing is, the more you assert how you feel and your thoughts You are being transparent with not just yourself, but the other person. Because if you allow for no boundaries and no limits, a lot of that is going to cause you stress. And in my case, having been a people pleaser probably 90% of my life, I was also bullied. I stopped being assertive. In fact, I don't even think I ever was, to be honest with you. But it is a skill I really want to hone in, practice. And let me tell you, it is difficult and really uncomfortable, but we only grow when we're uncomfortable, right? So don't want to remain complacent. Being complacent does not help anyone and certainly does not help you grow. So assertiveness is awesome, especially during these times, because I don't know about you guys, I'm having a ton of really intense conversations with people that I love. And a lot of the times there is disagreement and I have to remain steadfast in in my beliefs and in my values while still respecting the other person that is an art i don't know if you have tried that but that is an art because especially myself i get really passionate about what i believe in so it becomes quite the juggling act to remain true to how i feel but yet still respect the other person and i was taught something really interesting if someone is trying to convey something to you and you don't agree with them, it doesn't mean you have to convince them or they have to convince you. You have to feel confident enough in what you believe in. And at the end of the day, if you're thinking to yourself, well, we disagree, therefore he, she does not care for me and does not love me. I think that's where we become really disconnected, I guess would be the word, because frankly when you have those kind of discussions with people the best way to go about it is to ask them okay i i disagree with you but tell me everything how did you come to this conclusion for example conspiracy theorists i have a really hard time having conversations with conspiracy theorists i am not a conspiracy theorist so i it just sort of blows my mind sometimes. I just have a really hard time with it. So, you know, my go-to is always the the judgment factor and to be like, you're wrong. And it's, I'm not going to convince them. Frankly, I'm not going to. So my best go-to at this point is to just ask them, you know what? I don't understand. Explain everything to me. Tell me everything. And at the end of the day, you're also validating them because... If you're on the attack and they're on the attack, no one's going to really go anywhere, right? So I would say, as a tactic, as a strategy, if you completely disagree with someone, and let's be honest, who agrees on everything? Even the most, oh, I don't know, the best friends in the world or the most aligned couple. No one's going to agree on completely everything. That's the beauty. Right? The beauty is to be able to have these really uncomfortable conversations. But as far as assertiveness goes, I would implore this. If you feel at any point with all the stuff of coming out of quarantine and feeling as though you've got friends that are maybe pushing you past your boundaries, you could tell them. I I was in a situation about a week ago where I was around friends that I adore. And we weren't practicing a ton of social distancing. And being the anxious hypochondriac that I am, I started to freak out a little bit inside, but I wasn't letting anybody in on my freak out. I just sort of accepted the discomfort. And what I what it was is I was allowing everybody else to be comfortable. But the whole time I'm inside cringing thinking, oh my God, I hope I don't catch COVID-19. That cannot be my MO. I was so mad at myself. And a lot of the times when we're not assertive enough, that's another thing, is we end up feeling guilt, shame, and anger towards ourselves because we didn't practice the assertiveness or we let people walk all over us. And then we end up presenting those very same people. So the thing is, Assertiveness has to be practiced. Like any skill, you have to use it. And the more you use it, the easier it will become. But I am telling you, it is uncomfortable in the beginning. It's okay. It's meant to be. Change is never going to be comfortable, as I said. So, you know, there's an R to assertiveness. And this is what I think I still have a, a hard time with, is how to word things in a way that's not going to turn somebody off, but that still respects me. For example, at that barbecue I was just talking about where we were all sort of in each other's bubble, probably not social distancing enough, and I'm inside of my head cringing. I could have possibly just said, girls, love you to death, but if you don't mind, I'm going to go ahead and scooch my chair over just a couple more feet, just makes me feel better. I mean, that would have been a really playful way to do it you know and in a way that doesn't sort of self deprecate myself either that's the other thing is in the beginning when i started to use assertiveness i i was super i used self deprecation so much i started to put myself down oh well i'm i'm such a geek and i'm such a rule follower i'm just going to go ahead and scooch no I mean, I am respecting myself and my health and my boundaries. So I don't need to be self-deprecating to have to justify how I'm feeling. But because I was a newbie and still am with assertiveness, I had to find a way to word things in the beginning that would make me comfortable enough to at least start to use it. But let me tell you, when you start to use it, you really feel empowered and you feel so much better. Another trick with assertiveness is that if your surrounding is not used to you being assertive, they're still going to test you and not because they hate you or they don't care about you. They don't love you, but your immediate surrounding is going to be surprised by the new behavior, right? Because you're using assertiveness in ways that you never used to. So now you're trying to practice a new skill and they're going to test you. Well, come on. What do you mean? No, you don't mean that the key is to not fold, I repeat, do not fold. Because the thing is, if you're teaching them that after eight tries of insisting being like, a friend is asking you, hey, do you want that cigarette? And you're like, no, I shouldn't. And they're asking you again, no, come on, girl, have just one cigarette with me. And you're like, oh, no. And they ask you a third time, come on, just one. It's a social thing. And you're like, oh, fine. I will have that one cigarette. You just taught them that it takes three tries to ask you or to, to sort of peruse you into doing something you you said no to in the beginning. So the the key is to keep at it, even though it's uncomfortable, because I am telling you it will be uncomfortable. I cannot tell you how many times I have it probably took 8 tries and i probably i went ahead and caved and then i was really mad at myself for caving but it's if you're going to cave it's okay it happens be nice to yourself be kind be self compassionate but try and not cave it'll be so hard but and and the thing is again people are not doing this because they dislike you but it's just it's new so they're learning about this new skill that you have just as much as you're learning about this new skill. So keep at it. Also, I don't know if you remember, but last episode, I was talking about a business coach that I'm working alongside to help me with my business and sort of uh, my, the ideation phase of my business, if you will. And So I was telling you guys, oh, you know, I think it's awesome that someone's actually challenging me. She's, she's, you know, going against my green and like, she, she's really, she's really helping me see maybe different things about how I was feeling. And even though, you know, the whole thing at the whole time felt really uncomfortable with my business coach. And like, I really, I really respect her as a person, but the whole time that we were together, something felt unnatural and that voice in my gut is something I feel I need to listen to because at the end of the day, I reached out to the to the organization that deals with coaches and that assigns them. I reached out and I asked them, can I have a different business coach, please? And all this people-pleasing stuff inside of me was like, oh, I hope she doesn't hate me. I hope she knows that it's not because I don't like her or that she's a bad person. And then I'm like, this is a service, Alexandra, that you are paying for and you were matched with someone who did not have your vision. It is okay to change your mind. It is okay to respect your boundaries and your limits and something that doesn't feel right to you. Go with it. Listen to that gut. Listen to your intuition. That voice is there for a reason. And the whole time, every single time we had a meeting on Zoom, of course, we ended the meeting and I, f- I thought to myself, God, another weird meeting that felt odd. It didn't feel good. And personally, if something doesn't feel good to me, I don't tend to stick with it. And it doesn't mean I don't stick with change. I know change is good because I see the benefits of change. So with change, that's fine. I'm willing to be uncomfortable. With exercise, I'm willing to be uncomfortable because I know how I feel in the end It's actually to my benefit. But when something inherently feels wrong, deep in your gut, and you know, but yet you're still sticking around, question why you're sticking around. And don't, however, question the voice. The voice is telling you, girl, dude, get out. This isn't working for you. Listen to that voice. There is no reason you need to tolerate something that doesn't bring you joy. It's totally mind-blowing. But at the end of the day, you know what? We're here for a good time and not a long time. So if you're going to be neglecting your happiness at the cost of, I don't even know what, nothing is worth it. Literally nothing is worth neglecting your happiness over. So that was a huge turning point for me when I finally reached out and you know, again, my, my need to over explain things, right? Like, oh, it's not because she's a bad person. And they were like, at the other end of the phone, they're like, in terms of my business coach, that is, they were like, it's okay. Actually, you don't even need to give a reason why we, we get this all the time. Don't worry about it. And I thought to myself, ah, oh my goodness. Yay. I am not an anomaly but that's anxiety, right? That's just, that is just, it's hilarious. I mean, you know, anxiety is, is so interesting. It'll take on such a form of its own, like that voice in your head. That's like always overcompensating and overanalyzing, not the gut portion. There's many voices, right? (laughs) As weird as that sounds, but the, the, the one that's sort of a little nervous and, you know, the one that, that really questions your, your self-confidence and your self-worth that anxious voice is the one I'm telling you to question. Okay. Not the intuition part, but yeah, anxiety is such an interesting thing. I mean, it's so, it sneaks up on you and it makes you doubt yourself, but you know, I think the more you put yourself first and not selfishly, again, this goes back to assertiveness. You're not meant to disrespect people that you love and disrespect other human beings, but you are also meant to respect your boundaries and be transparent enough and respectful enough towards others to be able to be honest with them and yourself. All that to say, I have changed business coaches, and I'm super pumped. I'm super pumped. The, this other business coach is a guy. He's going to bring a completely different energy, and I think it's it's time for sort of a, a, a difference in in the kind of advice that I was being given or the way I was being coached. It's like, it's like a manager, right? Not, not everybody is a gifted manager or a gifted boss. I think there are skills you could learn to help you be a really good boss. But just because someone has a label, boss, manager, coach, supervisor, it doesn't, th- that position of authority doesn't necessarily give them the carte blanche or the power to be all knowing and all seeing they are not they're human just like you and me and I'm saying that not to be anti-authority I'm saying that because it's okay to question it's okay to question them and it's okay to question what you're hearing sometimes too and to think really critically because again I'll go back to the example of conspiracy theorists you know it's it's a tough one for me to swallow all the, the, the conspiracies, especially surrounding everything that's happened with our global health crisis, with COVID-19, you know, <laughs> all the stuff and the misinformation that was coming out. I mean, I had such heated debates and discussions about why and where it stemmed from. And it's just the political climate. And I'm not going to get into literally any of that because that's not what this platform is for. We're keeping things fresh and light here. The point is that I'm not I'm not just gonna take information and swallow it. I'm gonna question it. You know, my undergrad, we were taught to question everything. I did my undergrad about a decade ago, granted, but you know, I have an undergrad in psych. I'm not a counselor. Once again, I'm gonna disclose all this. I'm not a counselor, a therapist, a licensed psychologist. I have an undergrad in psychology. I'll leave it at that. But You know, the interesting thing with psych was that we were always taught to think critically. And any information that we came across, be it not just in the media, but from figures of authority, to to, to question it. Because it's through means of a person is still being delivered by a human, right? And there is human error. And there is the capacity to make a mistake. And sometimes facts aren't always facts. For example... I don't know if this is new on Instagram in light of again, what's been going on in the world, but um, there was a post or a quote I saw in some in in my feed earlier. And it, it was blurred. I had never seen this before on Instagram, but it was blurred because the quote was actually not from the person they were saying it was from. And I'm like, whoa, Instagram has fact checkers now. That's awesome. No more misinformation, right? Well, no more misinformation. That's never going to be the case. Right. And who knows what's fact. And it's, that opens up the whole other philosophical, like philosophical debate about what's really objective. There is no objectivity and all that. I'm not here to get into that either, but it's just to say that it is okay to think critically. And I'm really glad that I went ahead and challenged the status quo and swapped coaches. So if you're in a situation where, I don't know, you're with a therapist, you're not jiving with them, you are paying them. Look for someone else. I know it's not always easy, but if there's something that's not jiving, if you're in a friendship, that's not jiving. If you're in a position with a colleague that you're not jiving, it's please the the voice of the not jiving (laughs) where it's like, ah, this feels icky to me. Challenge why you're feeling that way if it's making sense in your gut and your gut is like, you know what? Something's off. We are the only mammals that don't listen to our gut. You look at any animal out in the wild, a bear, a raccoon, even if they sense danger, they will flee. So they're not just gonna, they're not just gonna face danger head on. The whole point is that they want to survive. Right. But As human beings, I believe Oprah said this actually, and it was so, and once again, I'm quoting her, but it was like an aha moment when she said, you know, human beings are the only animal or mammal, if you will, that does not listen to their intuition. Come on, really? We are gifted with our gut and we're not going to go with it? Why have an intuition? Why have a gut? It is there to warn you of something. Open your eyes, open your ears, listen to it. I know it's odd and it's going to feel weird and maybe you're going to have to leave a, a a relationship or a friendship or a situation that you've felt complacent in and comfortable in, but you know, you won't grow if you feel consistently unhappy. So if you've got to do it, get out of it. If you've got to challenge the person, if you've got to challenge yourself, do it. But do not deny that inner voice. On another note, I have some really awesome, exciting interviews coming up. I am lining them all up as we speak. There's a ton of planning going on behind the scenes, but I am interviewing some really fascinating rock stars who are not just entrepreneurs, but some of them are parents. And I've all, I've, I've had the pleasure of speaking with a few people at this point and I've uh, and many different industries and the whole point is going to be to ask them how they're dealing with stress, how they're dealing with the current situation, the climate, how and I'm going to be speaking to someone in the tourism industry and hopefully in the fitness industry and um I've got some other brilliant entrepreneurs that I'm going to be speaking to it's it's going to be awesome to hear how they cope. It's going to be awesome to hear where they're coming from as far as where they, where do they see the next year going? Even though there's a ton of uncertainty, but in their minds, how have they mapped out the next steps or the next, the next few months of their lives? Because be it in their business, be it in their personal life, I want to know how everyone's coping. I want to know how we're all doing. I want us to all be on the same page and be able to, once again, Do away with the stigma and talk about what's stressing us out, what's giving us joy, all of it. So definitely stay tuned for that. It's coming up in the next few weeks. And what else? I feel like I have so many things I want to share with you guys, but I'm going to keep things in really fun, bite-sized little candy, I guess, little bite-sized brownies, I guess, so we can enjoy them over the long term. So I hope you're okay. I hope you are treating yourself kindly. I hope you're getting all the rest that you need. Have a great weekend and we'll talk next week. Go conquer. See ya.